My name is Dr. Parisa Vatanka, and I'm here to invite you to the future. We have entered a new era of possibilities at the intersection of health and technology. As mobile health apps, devices, wearables, sensor-enabled medications, and digital therapeutics continue to enter the market, they will influence how healthcare is delivered and consumed. On October 12th and 13th, the California Pharmacists Association will host a conference dedicated solely to digital health. During this interactive conference, you will learn about current and emerging digital health products and share your perspectives as we explore together how integration of these new technologies may shape the future of pharmacy practice. We invite you to join in the conversation. Register today at www.cpha.com. To the Pharmacy Podcast Network. We're proud to have RX Destroyer sponsoring the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Did you know it's illegal and environmentally harmful to waste medications into napkins, sinks, and toilets? RX Destroyer is transforming the drug disposal space by bringing your facility and patients a simple and cost-effective method of safely disposing of unused medications. If you would like more information on medication waste compliance, learn how RX Destroyer can keep you DEA compliant by checking out www.rxdestroyer.com forward slash pharmacy podcast network. Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the Pharmacy Podcast. I'm the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast back in 2009. This year, 2019, is our 10th year anniversary. Something very special happened at the beginning of the year. The Pharmacy Podcast Network partnered with the largest pharmacist associated association in the country, the California Pharmacist Association. We absolutely love the creativity coming from that association as well as being part of their annual conference. The Pharmacy Podcast Network is returning to the great state of California October 12th through 13th. For the Digital Health Conference, this is the Digital Health Conference focused on pharmacists impacting healthcare through, what do you know, digital health. And we have a special guest who is part of the California Pharmacists Association's Board of Directors. I want to welcome Risa to the podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you, Todd. It's a pleasure to be here. So I want to take a step back for a second, and I want you to tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and how you are associated with the California Pharmacists Association, what you did in your world in getting into pharmacy, 
let's uh, hear the first position that you had, and then we'll go progressionally. But then we're also going to jump into digital health and the digital health conference coming up in October. So with that, I'd like to introduce you to the network and just give us some of your background. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here today. Uh, thanks for asking about my background. Uh, I always like to share a bit about my early training because uh, it was truly formative in shaping my perspective of uh, what's possible when you engage pharmacists in team-based patient-centered care. Uh, so uh, I grew up in the Midwest and went to the University of Kansas School of Pharmacy, KU, and uh, then moved out to California where I completed a pharmacy practice residency, PGY1, in, uh, at the University of California, San Francisco, UCSF, and then uh, completed a PGY2 administrative pharmacy residency at Stanford. Uh, while I was in school, I spent a couple summers with the U.S. Public Health Service, Indian Health Service, uh, one summer on a Navajo Indian Reservation, and uh, one summer in the headquarters office in Rockville, Maryland. Again, I like to share um, those experiences because I really uh, was fortunate uh, to experience pharmacists working to the top of their education and training and uh, really contributing to helping patients uh, with self-management of their conditions. Risa, what was it like to work on an Indian reservation? Now, that's really interesting. I've, I've never heard of a pharmacist actually mention that. Yeah, oh, it was exceptional. I, um, you know, when you look at the Indian Health Service in that setting uh, for decades now, pharmacists have been really serving in an advanced role. Um, you know, we're talking about digital health today and how uh, these digital technologies are going to help us to have more visibility into, uh, you know, the patient. Uh, and when back in uh you know, decades ago in, in, in Indian Health Service, this is how it operated. When the individual got to the hospital, they would pick up their paper medical chart and they would carry it right from the lab to the physician to over to the pharmacy. And in each setting, they were documenting in this medical record. And so by the time they got to the pharmacy, the pharmacist would not be filling a prescription off of a little piece of paper, but rather they had access to the entire medical record. They could look through and see diagnosis and labs and um, progress notes. And so when they were typing up the prescription and assessing uh, you know, the, the merit of the medication and all of that, they really had an omniscient view to what was going on. And then when they uh, would meet with the patient uh, at the out window to discuss the therapies, uh, they understood uh, that, uh, you know, the importance of interactive patient consultation and not just rattling off how to take the medication, but asking what the patient already knows about their medication and filling in those gaps. And in that setting, you often found that maybe there was a, a language barrier. So then you'd bring in a, um, a translator. And, and then even back then, they knew to have patient care rooms that when you're caring for a person, it's not just about them, but it's, it's their family and caregivers. And so they often did consults where you were engaging the whole family and understanding the condition and the medication and diet uh, and uh, other elements of managing a chronic condition. So uh, it was an extremely formative, uh, fantastic uh, early experiential program. That's a really good backdrop for this podcast because it's kind of giving us a window into where we were and where we're going based on the implementation of certain technologies Timothy Angst, Dr. Timothy Angst has been a, a podcaster on the network for some time, along with Megan Chilcott, 
and they had been hosts of uh, the uh, digital. Um, well, his he, Tim was known as the digital apothecary, and his blog is extremely popular. And they actually put together a podcast called Future Tech, which really dug down into how technology is dovetailing with pharmacy. And really, that's what our focus is on for today's show, based on what California Pharmacists Association is a dedicating a specific conference rather than having it rolled into an annual conference, a complete separate conference that does focus on digital health. You're going to be one of those speakers. I kind of want you to give our listeners an overview of this conference, which we can get to. But before we do that, I've had John Nasta, who I consider my godfather of digital health, on our uh, podcast several times, and he's really brought uh, a lot of light uh, for me personally, but also for our network on the implementation of digital health in healthcare. But I like digging down a layer deeper, much more intimate to our listeners, which of course are pharmacists. So give us your opinion and your overview and your insights of digital health in pharmacy. Sure. So if you think about it, we've really entered a digital age. Uh, how we listen to music or stream movies, uh, how we get a ride across town or uh, find a place to stay across the world, right? So uh, it makes sense that even in uh, when it comes to healthcare and specifically in pharmacy, that uh, we're going to see uh, transformation in how we integrate uh, at the intersection of health and technology. So um, perhaps if I define digital health, would that be kind of a, a good That'd kind of true north for the great North? Start. Yes. Yeah. So um, you think about it, as I said, that intersection uh, of health and technology, uh, it's all technologies that engage patients for health-related purposes. Uh, this area is rapidly evolving. And uh, I imagine uh, sometime in the near future, we, as these digital technologies just become more mainstream and uh, integrated into the care we provide, uh, we won't call it digital health anymore. We'll just call it healthcare. It'll be the new norm on how we deliver care. Um, so uh, I could give some examples. I don't know if that would help paint a, a clearer picture. I think it does because, you know, when, when, when I started in the industry, the the digital side we didn't call it digital health back then we really called it just technology the technology at the time was the interface and the uh, mission to have pharmacy management systems clearly concisely and simply communicating with the ehr with the electronic health record and um, there have been multitudes of different organizations associations um, to be a part of that initiative However, digital health, when the advent of what is now known as hashtag digital health, if you're to go out on Twitter or even Google and search hashtag digital health, you'll find a myriad and thousands of um, blogs, posts, probably podcasts that will kind of reference what this means. But for you and I, in this sector of healthcare, we want to know how it's applicable, how it's uh, transitional, and how it makes sense between the pharmacist, the physician, um, the care that you're, they're providing, and, and how it all connects and what that means in digital health. So, yes, give us some examples. 
Yeah, that sounds good. And and to your point, really, digital health is this umbrella term, right? Uh, and there are a number of categories uh, that fall under this uh, digital health landscape. Um, so I'll just start with the categories that are probably most familiar to your listeners uh, and the one that you began with. So, right, health information technology, EMR, Z-prescribing, certainly a category under this term. Um, and then um, mobile health or mHealth. So apps for nutrition or uh, adherence to therapy, uh, fitness trackers, that all falls into the mHealth realm. And then uh, telemedicine or telehealth, right? So virtual care visits might be another category. And then there's the rapidly growing area of devices, sensors, wearables. Uh, so we're looking at remote patient monitoring. Pharmacists more and more are going to start seeing sensor-enabled medications uh, in pills, uh, with uh, inhalers, injectables. So uh, we'll be seeing uh, there's some already uh, products on the market, right? So this year, FDA approved two inhalers that uh, include a sensor that records the uh, time uh, and uh, of when the patient inhaled the medication, but also measures inspiratory flow rates. So you can see that can really provide more visibility and uh, assist us in having a more targeted uh, consult with patients on helping them with their therapies. Um, and then still another category uh, is personalized healthcare. So uh, customizing the care to the individual based on all the increasing amount of data we're going to have in pharmacogenomics, uh, patient-reported outcomes, predictive analytics, social determinants of health. Uh, so uh, super exciting area uh, that continues to grow. Um, and uh, the final category is uh, digital therapeutics. So software as medicine. <laughs> we now have FDA-cleared products on the market. Uh, for example, there's a uh, medication or actually a, um, a digital therapeutic for opioid use disorder where a uh, prescriber will prescribe um, buprenorphine. Plus, for cognitive behavioral therapy, they'll prescribe uh, this digital therapeutic uh, so that it can um, be a companion uh, to the medication assistant treatment. Well, that's amazing. I've heard of a device that is fitted behind the ear of the patient that's dealing with opioid usage disorder and, and generates some electric pulses that help to uh, curb the, um, the effects of going through withdrawal. In, in, in accordance with some level of um, naloxone or Subutex or Subsolve or methadone or whatever medication is, is incorporated. And I've also heard about the ingestible. Um, Harry Travis is one of my industry friends. He was a podcaster for us several years ago. He really focuses on specialty pharmacy. He's the CEO of eTechRx, and they have an ingestible that will actually start to measure um, the consumption and the uh, breakdown of the medication in the patient system and transmit from the patient's body to their to their mobile device, their mobile phone, which is a is I think picked up by an, another uh, receptor of some sort. It might even be something you wear around your wrist. But this is fascinating to me because I understand. I call myself, by the way, uh, Risa. I, I know it some. I'm not a know it all. <laughs> I'm a know it some, and what I do know it know what I know some of is how pharmacogenomics and how the uh, efficacy of my medications versus your medications because of our DNA act different in us, and I want to see that be fused with 
digital therapeutics and wearables and the ingestible, you know, um, uh, ingestible uh, digital information collector. And and when I watch uh, sci-fi, because I'm a sci-fi fan, and I'm a lot older than some of our listeners per se, and then others, maybe I'm in the middle of that age group. But regardless, if you remember the Star Treks or the Star Wars or even Tron, there were there were uh, instances of of the medical professional in that movie implementing this this technology that back then we thought was um, imaginary, and today it isn't imaginary. It's it's actually coming uh, to the forefront, which is exciting. I. Of course, as seeing my very favorite healthcare provider as the pharmacist, I'm in this race to advocate and place the pharmacist as the leader in uh, in digital health. And I think that we have the opportunity to do that because pharmacists are the ones that follow up on the therapies that are prescribed by the physicians anyway. So what can you tell us about this conference without giving away a lot of the juicy details that will be presented October 12th, October 13th, Garden Grove, California. If you're listening to the podcast, there's going to be a link in the uh, show notes. So if you're driving or you're exercising, don't worry. We're going to put the event in the show notes. But if you go to cpha.com, you'll find the link for it there. But like I said, we'll put that link. But share with us what this digital health conference is about, what the theme is about, and maybe uh, give us a little uh, sneak peek into uh, which you'll be presenting. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, so I'll say above all, this conference is an opportunity. It's an invitation uh, to your listeners, uh, to pharmacists uh, across the country to join us in uh, the conversation. We want to uh, provide information and resources to increase awareness and understanding of these uh, new uh, rapidly evolving uh, technologies. Uh, but we also want to hear from uh, the participants uh, what their perspectives are, uh, how they see the opportunity to integrate these digital health technologies into current practice, uh, to augment the care we provide today, and how they envision vision, these new uh, emerging technologies shaping our future role in the healthcare ecosystem. Um, I'll uh, provide a little bit about how the day and a half uh, will run. Uh, we'll begin with a keynote speaker and uh, then have some uh, sessions on Digital Health 101, so the basics of what digital health is, uh, defining uh, digital therapeutics, digital medicine, looking at AI and machine learning, data analytics, uh, virtualization of care. Uh, we'll have a panel discussion where we will look at all the different elements, uh, the current drivers that could influence how things evolve uh, from the uh, potential legislative regulatory elements, uh, looking at patient-centered design models, looking at uh, how to create a viable business, uh, the payment elements, all the different aspects of uh, integrating these technologies in pharmacy uh, to improve the care we provide. Uh, and then we really want the audience to be able to to go more, you know, beyond this esoteric kind of concept, but to actually have, you know, examples of and be able to touch and feel these products. So we're going to have uh, folks from the different uh, digital companies uh, present to uh, to discuss other 
their products and perhaps even show some patient testimonial videos and then have a showcase where people can walk around and touch and feel and experience the products. Uh, then uh, we'll invite everybody the next day again uh, with a keynote speaker and to talk about uh, careers, uh, pharmacy careers in digital health. We'll hear from pharmacists who have made and bridged over to that area and they can share their journey. And then importantly, as I said, this is a conversation. We're all wanting to work together to figure out how things will integrate uh, now and in the future. And so we're gonna have a round table. You mentioned uh, Dr. Timothy Onks, a good friend of mine and uh, been a major collaborator in putting this program together. Uh, we're thrilled to have him be part of this and he will lead that round table as we break out into uh, small discussion groups and look at what is it gonna take, right? Uh, to prepare us for the future. So what might the educational gaps be that we need to address in pharmacy school curriculum to prepare pharmacists for our future role? What kind of educational programming may be needed for pharmacists that are in practice today? Uh, again, looking at legislative, regulatory elements, payment, uh, patient care model, you know, the basically the, the care model design, all of those different elements. So really excited about that interactive session. Uh, so I guess what I would say, Todd, is that uh, to the listeners, if you're thinking this is in the future, I just wanna say uh, the time is now. Uh, as we say as our tagline, the future is now, join the conversation. Uh, FDA approved products are currently on the market. FDA cleared uh, digital therapeutics are on the market. Uh, our patients are walking around, we ourselves are walking around with, you know, fitness trackers and all these different devices and apps and all of that at our fingertips. And I think it's just an incredible opportunity to uh, gather, uh, to explore what exists today, what the limitless possibilities are in the future, and really to share our voice in shaping uh, the, the future and how we will be able to be uh, contributing to a healthier, healthier society. Um, I can tell I'm getting older and have been in pharmacy for quite some time because eventually you run into these uh, circles that we all run in our profession and our careers. And looking at the speakers, there's nine on the on the website that the CPHA has listed, and I know four of the nine. Holy <laughs> cow! I can't believe. I'm, I must have been around uh, uh, for some years, but Jeff uh, Masaros and Brad Tice, of course, with his involvement with the APHA and Timothy Youngs is the digital apothecary. And now uh, you, it would make four out of the nine. So that's amazing. I can't wait to meet the rest of them. And um, uh, since the pharmacy podcast is going to be there, we probably like get little snippets of, of their views and kind of mesh it all together into one follow-up show for the CPHA's um, usage after the conference. But when I, I consider myself a sub-nerd kind of in this sector of healthcare, and um, I look at uh, what pharmacists are doing in community, I see the simplicity of using technology to make things uh, more efficient in their operations. That's very understandable with will call technology, with being able to send your prescription digitally. Um, and then I see other sectors of pharmacy, such as specialty, uh, long-term care, senior care, compounding, um, and, and even health system pharmacists, um, the leverage of technology where it makes sense, rather than just putting technology out there just to say, 
that were advanced, but actually using it because it's already working. It's already working in the real world. So it's already working. People are already using their fitness trackers. People are already using their eye, um, you know, the iWatch and the Apple Watch, and people are already engaging in in the way that they're banking with technology and the way that they're video recording uh, sessions with their grandson or, or their or their daughter or their or their spouse when they're traveling through um you know through video and so i don't think it's going to take long for pharmacists to necessarily embrace it but i want to see pharmacists stay ahead of what the pharmaceutical industry is doing to really capitalize on the knowledge of how drugs affect the body and being able to adopt and implement what digital health does to give us more data so that we can lower costs and and drive down a non-adherence and really uh, start to experiment with the genomic side of things to get into um, even diet and even guidance of how to better live based on your genetic makeup. I see that in the hub of healthcare, which is where I believe I believe the pharmacist is the hub of healthcare. Um, I got that term from our concierge pharmacist who participates on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Ken Sternfeld, and he believes in that. We believe in that, and pharmacists believe in that. So, to be a part of this digital health conference is exciting. But in just wrapping up, give us your future outlook of where digital health could. Uh, encapsulate as well as bring together the triad, the pharmacist, the physician, and the patient uh, when it comes to better healthcare. Yeah. So really when we look at digital health, above all, what we see is it's an incredible opportunity to go from the current unpredictable episodic nature of care to the more proactive continuous. Uh, So I think that's where uh, the opportunity where you say physician, other healthcare providers, and patient all being interconnected. uh, These uh, technologies, uh, you know, sensors, self-reported information that can be integrated into apps that connect with uh, the healthcare um, systems. I think these are going to be really powerful ways to activate the patient to help them to be more informed, active participants in their care, and also their caregivers who can also have visibility um, to how their loved ones are doing. And uh, and then to be able to, in real time, uh, share this information with pharmacists and other healthcare providers. Um, I think we're going to be able to provide care in uh, uh, exponentially different way. Just imagine the adherence discussion, right? I mean, we used to think, okay, uh, the physician prescribed the medicine, thus the patient took the medicine. But then, of course, the pharmacy knew, but they never picked it up, right? Or maybe then the pharmacy now thinks, okay, so we've dispensed the medication. Maybe that's an indication uh, that the patient has taken their medication. But then, of course, we learned from our friends who work in uh, do home home health 
uh, care, uh, that, uh, that sometimes medications are just hoarded and not uh, taken, right? So now with, you know, these bioingestible sensors that know time date of when the medication uh, was taken and that's recorded and communicated, you can imagine it's not did they take it, but it's now looking at we have a little more visibility in how and what how it's separation of the doses and what combination and all of that and be able to better be a partner with patients and helping them in self-management of their conditions. Uh, so yeah, really the possibilities are, uh, are um, I've said this before, uh, just limitless. Um, I would like to say, as I see uh, pharmacists uh, now and in the future, in terms of roles in digital health, I think it's really critical that now, uh, without delay, that pharmacists, we recognize we're domain experts and that we look for opportunities uh, in digital health companies, pharmaceutical industry, as they are designing, right? Let's work with these IT developers, the, you know, the folks who are building these digital solutions so that as they are creating these digital health uh, products, that pharmacy is thought of in their development so that when it comes to dissemination and accessing these tools, that uh, the pharmacist's uh, role in, uh, in utilizing them is, is, is considered, right? So that's why I also bring up kind of the legislative element of this as well, because, you know, you think that we would want in that future state that there's opportunity for pharmacists to also have a role uh, in potentially prescribing these therapies. Many are available without prescription, but for those that are now emerging that prescriptions uh, needed, you'd imagine that the pharmacist could be a curator and under, you know, really understand the different uh, solutions that are out there and be able to prescribe them uh, for uh, you know, to customize care for patients. So you see that being an important uh, growing role um, for the pharmacists as well. Uh, so helping in building the solutions, helping in disseminating, improving access to them. Well, I'm excited about this opportunity to be a part of it. I'm excited to be able to meet up with you in person um, rather than virtually like we're doing now through podcasting. Uh, Dr. Parisa Ventaka, um, it's been exciting to talk with you today and setting the stage for the California Pharmacists Association upcoming digital health conference, which is October 12th through 13th. There will be a link in our show notes for the listeners, and um, we're excited about this. So um, thank you so much for being a guest on the Pharmacy Podcast today. Absolutely. And, and I do want to, in closing, again, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what the future will bring, but that's why the time is now to gather pharmacists from, uh, invite pharmacists from across the country, right, to convene at this conference. We want to hear their voice, uh, their views on how we can integrate these technologies today and how they'll be instrumental in shaping our future role. That's great. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Pharmacy Podcast. Please, if you're listening to this, please share this episode with another pharmacist who you believe could get value at, out of um, the changing role of pharmacists, the transformation of our industry. Digital health is going to be a big part of this. And with the uh, changes in even your own career, you'll definitely want to have your finger on the digital pulse of what's happening in our pharmacy industry. And as always, we thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast.